0: Everybody to the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter. My name is George Scandalis, and we are well into 2023 now. We got another hot topic here for you today, and I've got the coaches ready to weigh in. We've got at Nathan Strom from the Revenue Doctors. How are you, buddy?
1: Good man. It's I'm back. I'm back, and it's uh, it's tough. This winter is tough. It's cold here.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, you were talking about that beach a few episodes back, and. <laughs> <Anyhow>. <laughs> so we got lisa kraus the bitch and beautician how are you girly
2: so good love you guys so good favorite and couples. how's
0: my couple doing from the usa nick and steph to verdict
3: we're doing awesome we're doing, cool. we're doing really good
0: you had a great birthday nick
3: <laughs> what george sorry you had
0: a great birthday nick you guys still you still hung over
4: I <laughs> um, Actually, uh, I've, I've come around. It was good, but it was a wonderful, wonderful birthday. It was an amazing trip. It
3: was much needed.
0: Well, it is my birthday, and I'm still waiting for all the gifts. Um, a few have come <laughs> in. Thank you very much to everyone that's been sending gifts. And my gift to everybody this week is an episode moderated by my professional husband, Nathan Strom. Nathan, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, we better do this quick, George, because we're about to jump on a, a plane to go to Paris.
0: Well, you know me. I love, I love going to Paris. It's actually my first time, Nathan.
1: I know. I'm gonna, i to be able to show you the ropes. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll take, I'll take you to the Eiffel Tower.
0: Oh, are we gonna have champagne under the Eiffel Tower? Yeah. Yes, you think we Oh, so this is my favorite bromance ever. Okay, but nobody really cares <laughs> that much about our personal you know, lives.
1: Do you know the best thing is you get, well, you get to walk up to the top and you can see the flag and the direction of where your country is and how far away it is from the tower. It was quite an emotional moment when I first did it. Really? Yeah.
3: Are you guys going to do a river cruise? Or are you going to get on one of the boats at night?
1: Oh, we'll do everything. I'll, I'll take my George anywhere.
0: I want to go to the Louvre. I want to go to the Champs-Élysées. I want to go to the Eiffel Tower. I want to go to the Arc de Triomphe. I want to do it all. And I hey, want to jo- eat lots of baguettes.
1: But George, we can't forget we're going to MCAS, and we have to do some work.
0: Okay, so I've got to wear my Skims if I'm going to be eating all that French bread. <laughs> Oops, I said a brand. Sorry, Kim. All right, let's go into the episode.
1: Well, let's. This is all. This week is all about patient confidentiality. How do we handle it? How do we monitor it in our clinics? I think this is going to be a quick, quick topic. Um, and you know what? I'm going to start with the verdict, Steph. Verdict. Head us up about patient confidentiality.
3: Patient confidentiality is such a critical thing within our clinic and within anybody's clinic it should be. It's so important that your patients can know and trust that when they're coming in to see you that their information is not going anywhere. And then it's being handled in a respectful and legal manner. Um, It's not appropriate for your staff to be standing up at the front desk talking about other patients using first and last names or anything that's identifying. You don't want other clients or patients walking in And overhearing your front desk or your practitioner standing there talking about another client or patient, because then they're going to stand there and wonder, wow, what are they saying when I'm not standing here? And are they going to be talking about, you know, something going on with my treatment package in front of other clients or patients? I think it's completely unprofessional and it's a huge no-no within our practice. Um, we're even so careful as like on our charts and on our logs that we don't put first and last name because you don't want anything identifying. Um, if a patient, another patient comes into the room and they happen to see the chart or the, you know, the log that you have your treatment log, you don't want any information that should be, or falls under HIPAA or confidentiality or confidential that can be seen or shared by anybody charts, sitting out anything of that manner. Um, you know, I actually, I grew up in a small town and I've had, People in my town come to see us, drive all the way to see us. And I've never once shared anything about any single, you know, anybody because word travels, right? And people are coming and they're sometimes they're getting services done that they don't want their friends and family to know about. They don't want their husbands to know about. We have people that come in and they'll pay cash because they don't want other people knowing. And so it is up to you to respect that and to have really clear boundaries, um, not only for a legal perspective, but just you know, from a respect perspective as well. It's
4: the right thing to do. I mean, it's, this, this goes beyond just business practices. Um, obviously this should be one of your top and most important thing that you have in your clinic without trust and respect of your patients. You you don't have anything. What kind of business are you trying to run? when you are not prioritizing this. Um, we even take it a step further, but it's how it should be. Um, your staff, if they are getting treated in your clinic, there's also a patient. So we've actually had some bumps in the road, um, in the past between, uh, several staff members where, um, there was a medical thing that happened with a staff member and it affected um, some of uh, that particular staff member's um, capability to do their job. And it was affecting some of the other staff and the other staff was wondering what's going on. And we, we're, we're, lock tight, right? Because this is a medical thing, but it was affecting the rest of the business and was actually hurting some of the business because of it. But it doesn't matter. We could not explain the situation because you need to prioritize patient confidentiality 100% um, of the time. It was a really weird, unique um situation but that's how serious that you need to take this even if even if it negatively affects the bottom line it has to be made a priority in in your clinic and don't get into drama people come on stay out of it it's going to do nothing but hurt um your business hurt your staff hurt the rest of your patients um all of that i i'm with my i'm with stephanie on this i mean goodness gracious she's smart so it is it is really, really important that you prioritize this um in, in your business across the board. Not only just your patients, but also your staff and anybody, family members, everything. It is you should
1: be bound uh by privacy. Thank you, Nick. Well, let's let's hear what the bitching beautician Lisa Krauss has to say on this matter.
2: I I love this topic. Um to me, it, you kind of think of this is the first rule of Fight Club. And so that like major, major to, to keep confidentiality. So having a confidentiality agreement that your staff signs, I think that is key. I know most places have it, but there are some places out there operating that do not have a confidentiality agreement that their, their employees sign. And so with confidentiality, I see clinics do this all the time. The, the waiting room is basically a fishbowl. And when somebody walks in and you're greeted with like, hi, Stacy, nice to see you again. I see you're here today for some disport and some filler. Like, Whoa, there's a fishbowl of people. You can't say that. So it's like, thanks for that hot tip, Katie Couric. Like you're not broadcasting that news to the entire waiting room. So you need to be very careful. And same with when it comes time to pay, it's nobody's business what the bill is for that patient at the end. And so I think having a little piece of paper that you can kind of write the total on and say, this is the total today. And if they need any breakdown, or if even if you, some clinics will have where they take uh, that person and rebook in the room for patient confidentiality, or pay in the room for patient confidentiality. It is one of those things where it is and never name dropping. Like you can never name drop anybody who's like, oh, so and so who's on the news just came in to get her lips done today. Like you can never, even if they're a super, you know, popular person, they're you can never be airing that. And you need to think of discretion at all times. Like pretend that you're having the privilege of treating Beyonce Knowles every single time somebody comes in. You would never share any of that information. When I worked downtown Calgary for years, um, you know, and Stampede would happen, we would always, we would start telling our our patients two months in advance, hey, if I see you out at Stampede, I'm not going to say hi to you. And it's not because I'm trying to be rude. It's because we are bound and I can't, Say hi to you if we're in the grocery store, if we're out stampeding. Um, And if your patient says hi to you first, that's a different story. I know, you know, during Stampede, it's a crazy time. The ladies would, you know, if they had had some cocktails, they'd say, oh, this is Lisa. She She lasers my bikini. And then you're embarrassed, not them, but that would happen. Or, you know, guys we would see during Stampede that would come for laser hair removal for their backs. They'd be in a group of guys and you'd walk by and they would look at you like, oh, please don't say hi to me. I don't want to tell my buddies that I'm coming in for anything. So, it makes people uncomfortable. So, I think confidentiality is key in our business and it's something that you need to be bound by, like Nick said, and taken very seriously. There's a no tolerance for confidentiality and breach of that. So, that's my two cents.
1: Bravo. George Scandalis.
0: Oh man, I'm going to have like the, the, the shortest answer out of all the coaches on this one, because I think this is a total waste of an episode. Why are we talking about this? If you do not understand that you need patient confidentiality in our line of work, you do not understand what we are providing for patients. Then these are medical. I don't even want to want procedures, medical procedures, Nobody wants to know what the other person's getting done. I mean, unless they're a hot gossip. And really, then if they're gossiping about your clients, they're gossiping about you the minute they leave your business. So, you know. get your staff to sign those confidentiality agreements. I think everywhere that I've worked at, they do. Most people kind of gloss them over. Like this is just practice. You know, you sign your non-disclosure, your non-compete, your confidentiality. No, take the time to review it with your staff. So they understand what that means. Take the time to put procedures protocols in place to respect people's privacy. Still can't believe we have to remind people of this. And And really, I love what you said. Treat every patient like they're Beyonce Knowles. Some people are all about telling people what they had done. They're very happy to advertise it. They're very happy to let them know. I'm one of those people. I want people to know what I have done. I want to promote the amazing services that we offer, the things that we can do to cause um significant biological changes in people's skin, um changes in how they feel about themselves and their confidence level. I'm all about saying what I've had done and I've had pretty much almost everything done. But some people are not like that. They want to be very they want to be very discreet about what they're doing or not doing. And we have to respect that as medical professionals. If we have to have a whole episode about this and you haven't dropped off the episode by now cuz you're like I already know this. Let me remind you, you are a medical professional that has private data on people, and it is your job to be confidential and to respect their privacy, not only just from other people in the clinic, but from other customers, but from their own relatives. You know, how many times do we not want our significant other to know what we've had done or our sister or our mother or our father or brother, whoever might that be, you know, it, it, it's private stuff. It's very private stuff. I, I can't believe we d- we had to dedicate an episode to this. I really hope everybody already knows. And and I'm, I'm, I mean, on the flip side, you know what, there might be someone starting out in the industry now listening to us for advice. So please reach out to any of us to help you put um, confidentiality procedures in place. Because it is it is highly important. It's also a legal matter, guys. We keep going back to the legalities of these things. It's it's confidential. You, you can't makes, share yeah. this kind of information with people. I keep saying that. Confidential, confidential, confidential. Trying to ingrain it in anybody's mind that might be thinking about it. Um, we've all been part of stuff where people are on stage and they name drop, you know, um, high profile people that I don't know if they would want their name dropped in that room. If they've given you express consent to be able to talk about them, like let's, let's be a little respectful of people's privacy. If I say to you that I've given you a review that I've just had my, my laser done with you, or I've had my neuromodulator done with you, or I've done any treatment with you, I'm open to talking about it. Then that gives you the leeway to maybe ask me if the, they would mind bringing me up in a conversation or using me as an example or as a before and after. And if you're going to do that, there are also forms they need to sign, media releases, um, stuff for social media. We know a very high profile doctor that got in trouble about their before and afters on social media because there wasn't proper documentation in place. So protect yourself, protect your business, protect your staff, put those policies and procedures in place. And most importantly, protect your patient's confidentiality.
1: George, can I just add something that Lisa said because I think it's really important. It's the hardest one for us as professionals in this industry is seeing seeing your patients out in public. It is it is so easy to drop the ball there because normally people in this industry are friendly people. It's so easy to go, hey, how's it going? And go up to them. Or well, I've had situations where I've been in a social setting where I'm out for dinner and uh, a friend of ours has been into the clinic and maybe the husband or the wife doesn't know and we're out for dinner and I saw them on the Thursday. It's so easy for me to say, hey, how have you been since Thursday? Where well, you, you just can't say things like that. So I think that's probably the hardest thing we have as medical professionals. We need to be really tight-lipped about that sort of stuff so we don't get our patients... Uh, we don't put a, put ourselves in an awkward situation. We don't put our patients in an awkward situation. I agree. And it's a difficult
0: situation because we're in such a customer yeah. service oriented job, but we still have to revert to the fact that we are doing medical procedures with medical documentation that requires law-abiding confidentiality. Lisa, I know you're, you're nodding your head. What do you want to say there, babe?
2: I was going to say the reason that we started telling people that around Stampede is it actually... Um what happened was a couple of our patients were like, oh, you know, they were offended that we didn't say hi and we acted as if we didn't know them. And so it's sometimes the patient doesn't realize that. So we actually, because it was such a big thing and we were right downtown Calgary with Stampede and we would see a lot of people all the time. It was, people were literally offended. It was like, oh, she's so nice to me in the clinic when she's selling me stuff, but then she sees me on the street and totally ignores me. Uh And it's like, I I I'm I'm so sorry. I'm I'm legally
1: bound to ignore you, basically.
2: Exactly. And so we did. We because of the situation we were in, um, we just decided as a team, like we've got to start like two minutes, two months in advance, telling people, like, hey, if I see you out at Stampede, because it was an issue, and so you know sometimes patients don't don't get it, but we, you're bound by that. So you know sometimes you can just even wink. You know, to it, be like, it, yeah, it, I acknowledge you. You know, it,
0: it's funny you bring that up because even from a professional standpoint, I mean, you know, in my in my previous job, we had a non compete, um, a, a very tight non compete, non disclosure, where we weren't allowed to uh, talk, to reach out, to go into any of the of our our clients that we had, or patients that we had, or customers that we had, I should say, for twenty four months. And I cannot tell you how many people thought I was Ooh. a complete dick. Because yeah. when they were saying, oh, when you were selling us stuff and you were making commission off us, you would talk to us. But I was avoiding a lawsuit. Yes. And now my, my two years is well beyond that. So if you're listening and you're wondering why I didn't reach out or see you for two years, the question remains, why didn't you? Because had you reached out to me or said hello, I would have been able to engage in a conversation with you. So please respect the individuals in your industry and try to, if you have a question or if you feel offended by something, go directly and talk to that person because there's, there's another explanation usually to it. I think that's us for the night, George. Is it? Yeah. A great way to end the night. Thank you to our coaches thank you for your confidentiality coaches and
1: uh, to everyone listening yeah, you know, there's a lot of stuff that gets sent off backstage oh, that we man. need to keep
0: confidential and nathan nathan's got crap on us for
1: years from these recordings like, and, you know. and i have all the footage so if anyone's got money <laughs> i can sell it to the highest bidder oh man
0: you know that's 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 very true well listen i think what what it comes down to is I, I get annoyed with these, these blatantly obvious topics when we cover them on the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter. And i got to remember that, you know, sometimes we all need a little reminding. I think I'm being unfair when I say that we shouldn't talk about these things because they should be so blatantly obvious. But we all need reminders. And it's important to remember that we are providing medical treatments. We are working with people who have come to see us for a problem or for some sort of change, something that has to do with their 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 mental well being of themselves, and we need to respect their confidentiality through that and their privacy. And I love some of the stuff you, we we all brought up about being outside
1: the clinic and how we deal with that. So most also importantly, George, also George, yes. Even the best athletes in the world, they practice the easiest skills in their sport over and over and over again because it's, it's so important to, to go back to the basics and remember what makes you the best at what you do.
0: Exactly. So how do we do that to go back? We do those regular reviews with our staff. We look at our policies and procedures in our playbook that we keep talking about almost every single episode, and we have those policies and procedures in place to protect our staff, our patients, and our business because we put so much time and effort into it because it's our income. The aesthetic coaches are always here to help you develop those procedures and policies all you got to do babies is reach out to us. You can find Lisa Krause at the bitch and beautician on Instagram, Nick to and Stephanie to And of course at Nathan Strom at the revenue doctors and myself at the underscore skin underscore guy. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode and we will be back next week. I will have officially turned a year older. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs>
2: But you're looking young. You're looking young. You look amazing. So no one knows.
0: That's, you know, you got to say that, Lisa. But you got your Christmas gift. I didn't get mine. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have a good one, everyone. Yeah, yeah we're exactly. We'll we're go for a two-for-one special. Confidentially, of course. Have a good one, everyone. Take care.
1: Bye.